your safe space, the podcast. I'm your host, Adele Marie, and this podcast is here for you. It is a safe space for us to catch up each week to discuss anything and everything. And today, guys, we are talking all things friendship breakups. Now, thank you firstly for coming back. If you are watching the podcast, you'll see I've got a special guest in the studio with me today. (laughs) I've got my best friend, Sue. Say hi. Hello. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm so excited for this episode. When I put up like the poll for this week, I didn't realize that we would get so much interest in this episode. And then I just thought, I'm going to quickly text you, see what your plans are today. And you are free. And I thought, do you want to come on the podcast with me? And she said, yes. Yes, it worked out perfectly. (laughs) So a big thank you for joining me. Um, Thank you guys for also coming back. I am grateful as always. And I just think before we jump in, I want to have a little intro for Suze. So I'll quickly give my intro. Suze is probably one of my longest friends. I've actually spoken about her on the podcast before. I I told our story, I think, in the Making Friends episode because we met while we were holidaying in Europe. We met in 2014. So that's like eight years. Yes. (laughs) Oh, you went back and got the year. Thank you. (laughs) So one of my longest friends and I think she's an amazing human. She's a light in my life and I know that she will bring lots of value to this podcast. So I'm so happy that she's here and I'm going to hand it over to you. Give us a little intro about yourself. Um, Hi, I'm Suze. So my background's in the beauty industry, but I'm currently working as a flight attendant at the moment. What else? I train Brazilian jiu-jitsu. She does, guys. She's amazing. (laughs) (laughs) And yeah, I'm Adele's friend and that's me. (laughs) We need to know what star sign are you? I am a Gemini. We love it. We love it. That Aries Gemini duo. Yeah. I love Geminis. I love Suze. You guys know we also start every episode the same way. So we usually do a highlight, something we're grateful for. And so today I'm going to get Suze's highlights and her grateful option as well. So (laughs) what is your highlight from this week? Today's the highlight. You picked me up. It's been a good, (laughs) we're having a good day. So definitely doing this with you. Amazing. And what is one thing that you're grateful for? I'm grateful for daylight savings, the sun's out and summer's coming. Stop. (laughs) I was going to say the same thing. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Oh my God. Okay. Well. Grateful for the sun. (laughs) Yeah. I feel that. I feel that. I also even said today, no, not today, like this week on TikTok, I was like, I feel like my seasonal depression is over now. (laughs) Literally over. As soon as the sun came out, it just disappeared. (laughs) Yeah. We love daylight savings. I am going to give you my highlight. My highlight. I went on a date last night, guys. (laughs) And it was really good. So that's my highlight of the week. And I think I need to give a different gratitude because I can't copy Suze's answer. So I'm going to say I'm grateful for... I'm grateful for, oh, I'm grateful for the Facebook community, which we started this week. And you guys will hopefully already be a part of. If you're not, you can sign up or sign up. You can join the Facebook group (laughs) and we can go from there. And I'm adding in another quick question for Suze because this podcast is all about looking after yourself, taking care of yourself. And I thought I could ask you what your favorite act of self-care is or what you do to like fill your cup up? Actually my favorite thing that I do right now is I sleep with sleep affirmations because I recently discovered that my love language is words of affirmations oh my gosh. and it really helps you wake up literally different so that's and my so favorite. while you're asleep it plays the affirmations in your head yeah so you just jump on YouTube find one that has like a certain theme that you're, you need and then put it really low because yeah. if, you, if it's too loud you will literally stay awake 
and then you just sleep and it, you feel great. I'm going home it. and doing that tonight. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> That's such a good idea yeah. because that would be really good for your subconscious. Yeah, like repro- re- reprogramming your subconscious mind like I am blah, blah, blah and then you just listen to it whatever you choose it's really good there's some good ones wow guys that is great thank you for sharing that (laughs) guys we are going to jump into today's episode we are delving into the topic of friendship breakups now we I actually have gone a bit rogue this week because I thought well I've got Suze I need to jam back the episode (laughs) so I've got a few topics that we're going to cover off in the first part of the show we're going to go through why friendship breakups happen and what they look like and we have some stories to tell bit of a story time. I'm also going to go through how to make it through a friendship breakup. So both sides, like whether you're the person ending the friendship or you're the person that has had the friendship ended. And then we're also going to chat about what makes a good friend. And I'm going to go through some like friendship green flags and some friendship red flags, because I think it's always really important to identify kind of what we want when it comes to friendship and what better way to do it than with one of my very good friends here today. And then we will jump into the listener questions. So do you want to read out our listener questions, Suits? Okay, so the first one is, do you ghost your friend or do you mention not wanting to remain friends? And the other one is, oh, we got a few. We've got four. (laughs) We got a few. Um, How do you approach your friend slash tell them, tell your friend what's bothering you without it becoming conflict? How do you deal with friendship breakups when you're in the same group? Mm-hmm. and how to move forward with trusting new people after a friend betrayal. Oh, these are juicy questions. <laughs> I'm excited. You guys submitted all these questions in the Q&A on the Your Safe Space pod and not a lie, I've never had so many questions come through. It's a hot topic and I think the reason that it's a hot topic and we're going to jump straight into unpacking why friendships, uh, breakups happen, but it is so common to happen. And I think... Yeah, we're used to relationship breakups and no one has a clue what to do with friends. Yeah, and it hurts the same and sometimes, if not worse. (laughs) Yeah, because you might have memories together and longer friendships than relationships, so true. It can be brutal and I think it's something that we all struggle struggle with, but I don't think that we also talk about it and I also think that what I kind of want to do in this episode is normalise that some friendships will last forever and some friendships won't last forever yeah because I've noticed as well and I'm gonna say we're the same age we're both 29 what I've learned especially going through like high school and like my early 20s is like life is seasonal yeah and you grow and you evolve and what's the saying for a reason or a season yes (laughs) oh my yes (laughs) it's so true yeah I'm just gonna fix this camera because I want you to come into it a little bit more Sorry, guys, we are just fixing up the YouTube camera. So if you want to watch this episode, go go on to YouTube. But some of the reasons why friendship breakups occur, there's a few. We're going to go through some of the reasons. And we'll just, I think, go one for one yeah. if you want to start off. So it could be an event. That could be a fight, a mistreatment, betrayal, or something that causes a fracture in the friendship that can't be saved. Yeah, definitely. I'm going to say the friendship has maybe become a bit toxic. So maybe the friendship is just adding some negativity to your life, bringing you down, making you feel, you know, bad about yourself. When you spend time with that person, you feel drained, all that kind of stuff. General misunderstandings, which don't have to be something big, but can build up over time. I think I've noticed that in some of my friendship breakups, and I'll tell you a story when we get there, but there was a friendship breakup that I went through where it wasn't just like one thing, but it was like constant things that kind of caused... Keep showing up. Yeah, and it's like... Build up. It's death by a thousand paper cuts. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) But 
it's the friendship that ends up crumbling in the end. I'm going to say physical distance. So sometimes you might move away from your friends. And this is something that I know firsthand when I moved interstate from Melbourne to Sydney in 2018. I was really scared to move because at the time I had had what I thought was like a really good friendship group. And I had put a lot of energy and effort into my friendship group. And I saw that with that distance, only some friendships survived. There were definitely friends I lost in that. And I think that is definitely a normal part of, you know, growing and evolving and moving into different chapters. Yeah. So difference in values or beliefs and priorities that comes with growing up. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Absolutely. And I think, and I don't know if you feel the same way, but when you're younger, the whole, like your values and beliefs, I feel like... Well, you're not sure what they are. It's easier to tolerate certain friendships. But once you get become clear on your own values and beliefs, it's harder. Yeah, exactly. And you might have the same beliefs, but then you turn into a different person as you do. And then they don't match anymore. Yeah. I'm going to say the next one is boundaries are crossed or not respected. So that can show up in a number of different ways. You know, it could be you not wanting to do a certain thing and then being pressured into stuff. It could be just like you being pushed into things that aren't really what you want to do which I don't think is a healthy thing to experience either. Different stages of life could be relationships, kids, marriage. This is huge for us. We're 29, so this is one that we are really seeing right now. Yeah, Yeah. I feel that heavily. And I think, and I guess I'm always so happy to see my friends in different stages, but it becomes a complete different ballgame when I've got a friend that's got kids and married versus like me who I have a dog and I yeah. and I work but I don't have like all these other commitments to look after. Yeah, and your kids with the, with friends like they've got real commitments. And yeah. You know, like of course you still stay friends, but you got to think of them as well like they're busy. Yeah, <laughs> and it just changes the dynamic. It changes yeah, it changes a lot. I'm saying involvement with other people or things, so maybe it's like other friends can sometimes cause a friendship breakup. I've had that happen too and I'll tell you guys that story. Sometimes it's like family that comes in between a friendship. Sometimes it's just life stress. I think, you know, some of my friendships have been tested when I've gone through really stressful periods just because I've not been able to like be a good friend if I'm out there fighting for my life. (laughs) But I've been really lucky that I've had friends in my corner who have stuck by me through that. But I think that can definitely play a part. And then sometimes there is no reason. So the friendships run its course. Yeah, definitely. And On that, I want to say friendship breakups come in all shapes and sizes and we're going to chat about what some of them look like. Now, I'm going to say the most common and judging by what I got in the question box was the drift apart. (laughs) Yeah. The, um, you know, you slowly start to make less effort with each other. You naturally just kind of slowly move away and then you don't see each other. The effort's not there and the friendship ends. Exactly. It's not the worst because you can always be friends again. It's yeah. not a bad breakup. And on that, very good point. I like I recently spoke to my psychologist about this. She even said that it is completely acceptable for friendships to drift apart like that. Like it is so normal and so okay. And I would say that that is the most common, but people are so uncomfortable with it because they don't know how to deal with it. But we'll get to that <laughs> in the next segment. The one-sided friendship, one person stops making contact and then you never speak again. Oof. <laughs> that one, oh, that, yeah. That hurts. That hurts a bit. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to say that's almost like a bit ghosting. Yeah. Yeah. Going go- ghost on your friend. And then I'm going to say having a big conflict. So there is like a huge blow up, whatever it may be. Some of the stuff I read in the question box, I was gutted over <laughs> because some of you guys have been through some friends that have done you dirty. 
like really bad and I feel so sad and I feel very very heartbroken for you but hopefully after this episode we can leave you feeling a little bit better and with some practical tips in place to help you manage that if you're going through it and then we've got group friendships so when the group uh, separates and you don't catch up individually Mm -hmm. um, that's a common one as well definitely it's always interesting when a group breaks off into their yeah little groups (laughs) and then I think I'm going to tell one of my friendship breakup stories and I'm going to change the person's name because obviously I want to respect their privacy but this was a friendship breakup that happened to me when I was in high school actually it was probably like a year or so after I had finished high school and I had gone to high school with this girl let's call her Rachel just for the purpose of the, the podcast but we were what I would say like inseparable like joined at the hip Thought I was going to be best friends forever. We even got a matching tattoo. (laughs) Now, I would I get another matching tattoo? Probably, but I probably. (laughs) (laughs) But I I had gotten text which was very deep and meaningful. I'm going to tell you what the tattoo was, and I'm going to show it on um the camera. It said, "A sister's promise." Cringe. <laughs> cute. It's not cringe, but it's cute for the time. It was cute for the time. I have so many matching tattoos. Like, I'd, I'd get a matching tattoo if you just said, want to do it. <laughs> Should we do it? <laughs> Let's do but it. But can it be, like, an icon of something? Like, can it be, like, a yeah. picture? No, not text. I think it was text. Anyway, <laughs> I obviously covered it, right? But our friendship ended because, you know what, I'm going to say we had probably had a change in, like, values. There were other people coming into the friendship and... We slowly drifted apart, but it devastated me. That was the first time I had like lost a friend and I was gutted. And I reckon that from that, it made it then really hard for me to go and like build new friends. And it wasn't until, so that friendship breakup, I think happened when I was about 19. And it wasn't until I think I had met you in 2014 and then had gone to this gym I was training at where I had met my other friendship group from that I had finally become open again to the possibility of like, having more friends because sure. it really hurt it really hurt but I wanted to share that because it is normal and I have gone through it and that's not the only friendship breakup that I've gone through and I might make reference to other ones throughout the episode but that was probably the worst one for me also on the tattoo do I regret covering it do I regret getting it no nah. <laughs> do I regret covering it no because I love the new tattoo but I do know now if I was to get a matching tattoo I'd probably get a picture yeah or something. <laughs> don't get their name no <laughs> that's the only rule name no names and no text I'm gonna say the text is bad depends what it is all right and I don't know Suze do you want to tell a story if you feel comfortable yeah I'll tell a story so mine is more of a drift apart story. So basically, I was in a long-term relationship and obviously when you're growing up together, making friends together, form a partner group where you hang out with their friends and, you know, you make couple friends. And then when you break up, the couple friends are gone too. And so you've not only like lost your partner, but you've lost your whole circle of friends who you've made so many memories with, you know, travelled with, seen every week. And yeah, like you still follow each other on Instagram and see their lives but that friendship's gone and like for obvious reasons it's inevitable but I feel like a lot of people would go through that and it's yeah sucks a bit it does thank you for but it happens that. <laughs> yeah and that's the thing yeah. right we're just here to normalize it show you that we've been through it as well now guys we are going to go through how to make it through a friendship breakup and as I said at the start I do think that regardless of whether you are the one 
that did the friendship breaking up or you were the one to have the friendship broken up with, I feel like it feels the same. And I spoke about this in episode eight and I would actually recommend you going back and listening to episode number eight, which is like a breakup guide. And that was probably more tailored to relationship breakups. But I'm going to say the tips or the process is the same. You treat it like you would a romantic breakup. And so tip number one, as always, I'm here to say, feel the feels. Okay, allow yourself to cry, allow yourself to grieve. You can listen to episode number eight for some more info on that. And then tip number two from Suze. Give yourself closure and accept the situation. Absolutely. And I think with that, I don't think that you need other people to give you closure. And I will I will always say that closure is what you get from yourself. You can always give that to yourself and you can always tell yourself a story that feels better for you about it. And well, closure is accepting the situation. So yeah. That's how you do it. And what I would say is for me, when I've lost a friendship, what I usually tell myself is that this person has left my life and now it means that that makes space for my other friends. Exactly. Or someone else to come into my life. Or yourself. <laughs> Correct. Which we'll get to. <laughs> yeah, we'll get there in a second. And then I'm going to say number three, which is kind of intertwined with number two, pour into new friendships and see what you can take away from the friendship. And I think all of the times I've lost a friend or, you know, drifted from a friend, I've tried to see, is there a lesson there that I can learn? Can I be a better friend next time? There's so many people in the world. Like people do want to be your friend. Yeah. And on that, it's like, just because you had a friendship end doesn't mean that you're never going to make another friend or that it's then impossible. Having a friendship that was really deep or like added a lot of value to your life should should be able to show you that that is possible again. Yeah, and you don't know who's going to love you in the future. There's probably heaps of people. So yeah. Your best friendship ever could be next week. Around the corner. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so also lots of self-care and being nice to yourself. You can be your own best friend for a while. So that would really help. Definitely. And what what would you say in terms of like being your own best friend? Like what does that look like? Just spending time Alone, getting comfy in your own company. Yeah, and the things you would say to your best friend if they were going through the same thing, you say to yourself and you realise that you're actually whole on your own and you're okay on your own. And obviously you have your other friends, but you can be your friend too. Yeah, so, yeah. I love that. Yeah. And then I'm going to say tip number five is focusing on the friends you do have. Exactly. So really, but really like... Focusing. Po- yeah, focusing more on those other friendships because... I don't know about you and maybe you can agree with this, but there have definitely been times where I've had, I don't know, friends that have kind of been not super close friends, but then they've turned into super close friends. Yeah, you go where you're appreciated. You know, like you can feel that energy of your friends if they appreciate you. So focus on them. Definitely. And then the last tip, you can reach out to an old friend. So maybe people that you did uni with or that you had from your old job and you know those like work wife like friend situations that you were so close to someone at your old job and then they decided to leave and you left and the friendship stopped there but they were like such an important part of your life they're really cool friendships I've got so many of them and you can literally reach out to those people yeah 100% and I think I notice that now like having worked different jobs in my 20s you make connections at work and it's weird because sometimes the friendship never goes out of like but you talk, the work hours you tell them your whole life uh, yeah and you're so invested in each other's story you're like 
guess what happened to me on the weekend and it's so good but yeah so reach out to old friends same as like you know maybe you may have been friends with someone in high school you could reach out to them maybe it could be friends of friends that you met once upon a time and exactly as I said go back and listen to the episode as well on making friends I can't remember what number that is but I give you some like tips and tricks in there as well and again I'm going to say remember when people leave your life it gives new people a chance to enter and that's one of the things when I talk about abundance mindset, it's like one friend leaving doesn't mean no friends are coming. One friend leaving means, oh, there's new energy there. There's new space there for someone else to come in. Definitely. And then I was most excited for this segment. <laughs> <laughs> we are talking about what makes a good friend. And then we're going to tell you the red flags too. M- keep in mind, these, these are our flags. <laughs> yeah, green flags, red flags. And these are just ours. Yeah. There are probably more out there. Definitely. But we're just going to tell you ours. Yeah. Okay. I'll start. So you can be yourself around them. Definitely. We love that. They don't judge you. They add value to your life and you support and celebrate each other, which is what we're doing now. (laughs) Yes. So important. You need to celebrate each other because why not? Like literally. And even something that I love doing and Suze has even done this to me, like sometimes she'll just send me like a random message and be like, I appreciate having you in my life. And I'm like, oh, because <laughs> cry. And that's just like made my day. Yeah, <laughs> but I'll do the same thing back to her or my other friends as well. It's so important. That, and that also goes back to focusing on the friends you do have. Yeah. You know, you can, you should be pouring into your friends. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Safe and mutual respect. Definitely. I think with that, when, when we say safety and mutual respect, it is, you feel safe in the friendship to talk about things and you respect each other if there is something that comes up like the conversation is not negative and sorry I've just gone into the next one the next green flag (laughs) but your conversations are about like your life goals growth not about gossip I think this is so important exactly because I have definitely had friendships that were based on like gossip in my especially my early 20s yeah and then I realized that if people are talking shit about others to me they're talking shit about me too (laughs) Right? True, exactly. That's the safety part. Yeah. You want to feel like safe with yeah. each other. Yeah, and like you would have your friends back. Exactly. Yeah. Got your, got your back. Yeah, <laughs> safe. Okay, so another green flag is com- conversations about life. We spoke about this. Yep. Goals, growth, all the things you're doing. I can remember it literally felt like yesterday we went for dinner and Adele was like, you know, I'm thinking of starting a YouTube channel <laughs> and I'm thinking of starting a podcast and, you know, we're eating our pasta and we're like, yeah, that's so good. And she literally did it. We're sitting here <laughs> recording a podcast, honestly. That like. night was actually <laughs> so funny. Yeah. Can I just tell everyone a story from yeah. that night? Yeah. <laughs> so we're eating our dinner. Where did we go? Grady? We Crown, yeah. We went to Grady at Crown and <laughs> we're eating the pasta, minding our own business and the waiter brings over this bottle of wine. <laughs> Because there was a, I'm going to say, a hot man in the restaurant by himself that thought Suze was hot <laughs> and sent over a bottle of wine for us and his number. Oh, my God. <laughs> I can just tell that story because that stuff happens all the time to us when we're together. Every time we're out, something like we that We have happens. fun stories. We have fun stories. But thank you. You have always been very supportive of me and, and vice versa. Like, I think I'm the biggest cheerleader of the people around me because I want to see them shine. I want to see them thrive. I want to know that I want them to know that like I believe in them, especially with any of the goals that you have, any of the visions that you have, anything that you're working towards, I will always, always be in your corner. And we're going to go through the last two green flags. So they tell you the truth. 
not what you want to hear, but with kindness. Yes. I need that. <laughs> I need that a lot. <laughs> sometimes, and I think it's the Aries in me, sometimes I'm a bit harsh in my delivery. <laughs> and I have, when I've been harsh, I have apologised, but I am... Tough love, it's good. Yeah, we because... Need that. <laughs> and you know what? I expect the same because I don't want to just be told... What, Lucky stuff. Yeah. yeah and sure. I think when you're getting advice and go, and if you're asking for advice as well, you want to know that your friend has your best interest at heart rather than them just trying to tell you something to like save the... Like, yeah, just what they want to hear. Like, oh yeah, sure. Definitely. And then the last one. Have fun together and you enjoy each other's company. Like if that's not the biggest green flag, your friendships, you need to enjoy each other's company. Yeah, I'm going to add, uh, absolutely, and I'm going to add one more, which is kind of intertwined with that, but it's like, when you do see your friends, it's almost like no time has passed yes. as well. Because you pick up where you left off, yeah. and you're like, hey. And yep. I think I felt that with our friendship, even while I was in Sydney, I was in Sydney for nearly four years, and I would come home every once in a while, or you would come to Sydney, I remember you came to Sydney, yeah. I think it was in like 2019, it was in 2019, and firstly, I was I was so excited that she visited me. For me, it was like I had not seen you for I think maybe like six or eight months at a time. And it was like no time had passed. We were just picked up where we left off. Yeah, that's that's important. I love. (laughs) And then, guys, we're going to go into red flags. (laughs) And so (laughs) this is basically everything we just said, but the opposite. Yeah. And I'm going to say, firstly, one-sided friendship. So does not feel good. <laughs> no. It, that looks like you're being the only one making the effort, organizing the thing. Sometimes you can even feel like a bit of like a backup friend as well. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Red flag there. It's just not, doesn't, does not feel good. <laughs> no. And then I'm going to say any kind of controlling behavior, judgmental behavior, or even just like speaking to you poorly, like really negatively, your friends should not be doing that. 100%. No. <laughs> because the friends are the people that you pick to be in your life, right? And it's almost like that saying, you're like the five people that you spend the most time with. Yeah. And it's like, if you've got people speaking to you negatively or speaking down to you or controlling you or judging you, that will rub off on you as well. So it's almost like... It's more that judgmental. You're like, well... I can't be myself, so what do I have to change myself in this friendship? That's that's a huge red flag. I've also said friendship based on gossip, which we touched on a little bit earlier, and the same as them maybe pressuring you into things. I'm going to say I had friendship circles in my early 20s that, oh, it wasn't even a direct pressure, but there was peer pressure there with like partying and alcohol and substances and, you know, pick the company you keep wisely. I'm also going to say they're not there for you. And they're dismissive of your issues. Now, we kind of spoke about this in the car yeah. because I guess as we've gotten older, we've also gotten better at dealing with our shit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and there are times in my life where I'm going through it, but I also know that Suze is is doing something or she's got a lot on her plate. And I know it's like not the time to dump my emotional stuff onto her. But if I ever was to go to her and say, you know, I need advice here or I'm feeling upset and you guys will see... In my vlog this week on YouTube, I was very upset on Saturday night and I was texting Suze at the wedding. Watch the vlog because you'll see why. Um, And I was texting Suze and I was upset and she was there for me at like 11 p.m. on the Saturday night, you know. She's not dismissive. She's She is always there for me. And that's a green flag. But red flag if they're not. Exactly. And then also you feel like you can't bring up issues or communication is difficult. Yeah. 
So that's sort of similar, but I think this might be a, not so much a red flag, more green, but sometimes you do see your friend going through something, so you don't have to take out like an hour of your life, but you're like, okay, they're going through something, let me just let them vent for five minutes, and that's all they need. Mm-hmm. So like, if you just break them down and say, don't, you know, don't bring this up to me or something, that's a red flag. Yeah. Just give them the time that they need because that's a good friend. Yeah, yeah. I love that. And that's the thing, sometimes it is just five minutes that can make... Just let, like, vent... Make it to me and I'm listening. Yeah. Like you don't have to find solutions. Definitely. <laughs> Just vent it out. <laughs> okay. I feel like that needs to be a whole podcast episode. Yep. There is a difference between listening and then giving advice. And usually when someone vents to us, our default is to give them advice. Yeah. So exactly. I'm getting a bit better at being like... Do you want me to listen or do you yeah. want advice? Yeah, and just listen and yeah. just don't give so much unless they ask for it because they don't want you to solve your problem. <laughs> they just want to be heard. Yeah. Have for that sure. space. There was one other thing I forgot to, to add on the run sheet, but I was going to add it and now I can't remember. I'll try and remember. Red flags? <laughs> yeah, it was. Oh. oh, I think it was like a green flag. But anyway, I'll try and remember it before the end of the episode. <laughs> but we are going to jump into the listener questions. We are going to go through the first one. Which is, do you ghost your friend or do you mention not wanting to remain friends? What do you okay, so what do you think? I don't know if it's showing my age, but like when did ghosting become the thing to do? Yeah. <laughs> like it depends. I don't know. I'm just like ghosting just, it leaves too much space for people to create their own yeah. assumption. Yeah. I'm going to say. I don't, mm. Ghosting and drifting is not the same. No. Correct. Ghosting I feel like is a cold deletes off socials never talks to you again yeah like complete kind of like line in the sand whereas I feel like the drift is that gradual thing and I guess I don't know maybe sometimes we can confuse the two I'm gonna say I'm not a fan of ghosting romantically yeah not a fan of ghosting in a friendship either but I also think that sometimes you you might be the friend trying to let the drift happen but the other person is really clinging to the friendship and I think we, we will talk about this later about, you know, kind of, this is not a question, but what to do if you're thinking about ending a friendship. But what I would say is, if the person is, I guess, pressuring you, sometimes you might have to give them give them a reason. And I'm going to say, obviously, you may, you may want to call them to have that conversation. If it's a longer friendship, maybe you want to see them in person. If it's like a short-term friendship, is the text acceptable? Maybe. I'm going to say it might Depends be. Depends on the situation. Yeah. Really. But... You can let them know that, thank you so much. I have really appreciated our friendship up until this point. However, we've grown apart. I may have outgrown the friendship and I think it might be best if we leave it where it was. I'm really grateful for everything over the last, you know, months or years. I wish you all the best and try to move forward in a way. I do want to say, if you are mentioning to someone that you're not wanting to be friends, do it with kindness, do it with respect, do it with care because that can potentially hurt them more if you are being a bit brutal yeah for sure but depends I'm gonna say the, I need more context happened. here yeah yeah so on what happened there might be times where it's okay to ghost them but I'm gonna say if you can try if you can try the the drift I don't know or if you can send that message or have that call it might be a little bit better and then question number two is how do you approach your friend tell your friend what is bothering you without it becoming a conflict and I think This is very important because, again, sometimes we're not given like the tools or taught how to communicate things, but I would say it depends as well on what it is. Again, sometimes it might be in person, sometimes it might be a text thing, sometimes it might be a call thing. I think if it's 
not so serious, maybe you can send a text. I don't know. Well, it depends if you need to talk about it because you yeah. some things do need to be talked about. So, you know, you don't want it to become conflict, but you do need to have a chat about it. Yeah. So, And I think communication is key and uncomfortable, uncomfortable conversations will save your friendships. Yeah, for sure. And your relationships. And I would say that if you are wanting to have a chat to a friend about something, firstly, kind of unpack what you're feeling. Try to do a little bit of, I don't know, What's the, what's the word I'm looking for? Like self-soothing with it. Like unpack what exactly has caused this. Unpack what emotions you're feeling. And that's more so you can equip yourself to... Don't talk to them in a state of like anger and you just want to like yes. rip their head off. Like <laughs> yes. do a meditation before <laughs> and like chill and then then have the conversation. Yeah, that's what I was getting at. <laughs> or like at. maybe don't have the chat as soon as you're like angry with each other. Like let it slide a bit and then say, okay, can we talk next week? Yeah. and Think so about it first. Don't just be like... Ah, yeah, yeah, get yourself in a position where like yeah. you're feeling equipped to have the conversation and your emotion is like a bit more neutral. And then once you let them know you want to have the chat, have the chat. As I said before, make sure you're using kindness. Always be kind and even use a lot of I statements. So maybe it's like I felt whatever emotion you felt because of this situation and you know, that didn't make me feel good or I didn't feel good when this happened. So you're taking ownership for what you're feeling. And that also can then just like not make your friend feel attacked as well. Exactly. Takes that ownership. And then what would you say then in the conversation? Yeah, well, then you need to listen to them and, and hear what they've got to say. And then you'll probably just like how many times you've had an apology and you're like, oh, I'm so sorry this happened. And then you're still close again. You just had to talk about it. Like mm-hmm. it makes sense. And as I said, make sure you're just mindful in the conversation. And if you need to work towards an outcome where you both feel seen, maybe it's an apology or change behavior, then... Resolve it. Yeah, better. Because what happens is when you don't, let's say your friend does something that upsets you and you don't. And you never speak about it ever. You're just holding on to that. How bad is that? Yeah. It builds resentment. Exactly. And then that can show up in other ways down the track in the friendship. But usually when you're good friends and you say, hey, like you know, that time last week, you're like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I should have thought about it. And then you're closer. Yeah. But that's if you've got a green flag friendship, a healthy friendship. If you don't, it can be very different circumstance. And then, sorry, this is where I want to (laughs) mention what I, because I I thought I forgot, but I put on the run sheet. (laughs) So before ending a friendship, and not that it's related to this question, but I do like to think long and hard about it. And, and I guess my first thought is like, always try and save it if you can. Yeah. Obviously, situation permitting, sometimes they've done really bad things and you don't want to save the friendship. That's fair and well. But if your friendship is on the rocks or you think your friendship is struggling, I'm going to say pour more into it. Treat your friend even better. Show them more love. Show them more kindness and see how that then goes before giving up on it. Yeah. Because sometimes that might be all it needs. Exactly. Yeah. For sure. And then we've got two more questions. Do you want to read out the next one? So how do you deal with the friendship breakup when you're part of the same group? Mm-hmm. And I feel like this was a good question to have in because you spoke about that a little bit. And I would say that I would suggest, and I haven't really gone through this because all my relationships, I've, I've like known the friends of my partners, but I, I wasn't very intertwined. So I feel like your first like group friendship is when you leave high school yeah and you've got your friends at school and you know like naturally you all do different things and you do have that drift so there can be friendship breakups there yeah the partner one is another one yep yep um I mean you can make 
group friendships throughout your life. But I think they're the yeah. big two. That is spot on. That but you know experience. what? I reckon I just had. So in high school, I had that. I had Rachel, that one friend. Yeah. And then I had a boyfriend in high school. Shout out to him. Yeah. And then when I left, I wasn't really friends with his friends, but I wasn't in a friendship group with her either. Yeah. But I will say that maybe it was a friendship in my early 20s that where the group kind of broke off into two. Yeah. But what I would say there is don't expect people to take sides. Exactly. But they might and they don't will. take that personally. Yeah. And of course they're going to because they were either friends with the other friends before you. Like how many times have you had a group of friends and then they bring in a friend and you become friends with that friend? Like there's always going to be a side. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And I would say it also might then be a sign that you might need to make some new connections or make some new friends. Yeah, or maybe your friendships aren't just the same group. I'm also going to say I'm a huge advocate for like quality, not quantity. Yeah. I, would, I would rather have three friends than like 30 friends. But like we've tried to have group friends before yeah. and they just like... It never works. <laughs> <laughs> like we just go off on our own, yeah. you know? Yeah, it does. <laughs> like it, and it's not saying it's bad because groups are fun, but... You can have different groups, yeah. basically. Different so groups for different things. If your friend, if your friendship group breaks up, it's not the worst thing. Yeah. Like, it's just growing up. <laughs> and then you can find yeah. a different group. Exactly. I like it. And I'm, there's a note here on the run sheet, which is don't force connection or hold on to it yeah. just because you have memories. And I like that a lot yeah. because there's this like saying that I like, one of my favorite quotes, it's like how you let go of things like let go of things gracefully, let go of things not meant for you gracefully. And that includes friends as well. Yeah. You know, wish them the best. Like the butterfly, like let it go. Yeah. Okay. So act like the friend you want to attract. So yeah, you may have fallen apart because you've outgrown those ones. Yeah. It's not a bad thing. Yeah. So I think a good example for that is find your new interests and then say, I'm the type of person who does yoga and then be that person. You show up to yoga. Then you make friends with the friends who do yoga. Like if you are in the wrong friendship group, it's probably because you've outgrew them and you're not the same. So you need to start acting as the person you want to be to have the friends that you truly value. Yeah, I love that. I love that. And on that, it's okay to outgrow people. Yeah. It's so okay, guys. Like, I cannot think. I can, obviously, some of my friendship have survived me changing as a person, but I have changed so much. If I look back to Adele, I'm 29 now. If I look at 19-year-old Adele, completely different person. Same on the inside, deep, deep down. But, like, I've changed a lot. I've gone through phases. I went through a powerlifting phase at one (laughs) point. (laughs) I had friends from that era of my life. Went through the party phase. Had friends from that era. Went through, I'm still in the dog phase. I've got (laughs) friends from the dog park. Like you just, with the interests and like acting like the friends you want to attract, huge yes to that. And I'm going to jump into the next point, which we've written down, which it also may have been temporary. So, you know, letting the conflict pass, you never know what the future holds and you never know what or who can come back into your life down the track. And I've seen it with other people as well, where friendships have faded and then they've reconnected down the track, which is really cute. And then guys, we are going to jump into the last question, which is how to move forward with trusting new people after a friend betrayal. I feel like this is intertwined with the grief and the closure that we mentioned above. And I think it can really hurt when a friend does you dirty and when a friend betrays you in certain ways and some of the stuff I read in the Q&A as I said it was sad for me to read that some of you have gone through some really hurtful things it can be then hard to want to trust people and want to 
let people in. But you guys know I advocate for connection on this podcast. I don't ever come on here and say, you don't need anyone. You need to be an individual. Like, you know, what was that? What was it in our 20s? It was like that boss babe doesn't yeah. need anyone. That no. was very toxic. No, I'm not about being a boss No, boss I don't, don't want to be a boss babe <laughs> just, either. No. <laughs> I just want to vibe with like friends that have the same values exactly. and like possible it's partner like that has the same values and have a happy life. Yeah. But I think... If you've gone through that, give yourself the space to let it go. Give give yourself the space to heal from it. And then be open to new connections because life is short and friends make the good stories and adventures and memories. Yeah. And like, do you really want to be with friends with those type of people anyway? Yes. Definitely not. Yeah. And it's almost like a blessing that they showed their true colors. Exactly. So it's better that it ended than you're friends with someone who would betray you in a way like that. Yeah. I mean, I've never really experienced a friendship betrayal, but I do know that they happen. Yeah. People go through some things that are crazy. Yeah. Same. I I haven't gone through it and I'm very grateful that I haven't gone through it. But if I were to go through it and if you have gone through it, you know, like I always say, once you've had something that should show you that you can have it again. And if your friendship was like really deep and really meaningful and meant a lot and this betrayal has crushed you and crushed your world, allow yourself to feel that pain, but then know that like you could still have that friendship with someone else moving forward. And not everyone is like that. And the, fr- the trash took itself out. Yeah, <laughs> literally. And, you know, I always talk about evidence and I always talk about seeing what other people have. And I guess that's even another reason why I wanted you on the episode because I obviously wanted people to like hear our dynamic, hear how we have very similar beliefs yeah. and values. And just to show you that there are friends out there that exist like that. There are friends out there that will have your back, friends out there that will add good value into your life, friends out there that will come onto your podcast when you ask them two days before and then, you know, make the podcast even better. So thank you. But it is possible and you can move forward and you can trust new people. And I'm not going to say my number one tip, but what I would say is practice trusting people. Yeah, exactly. You have to give them the chance to to be your friend. Give them the chance to deepen that relationship and, you know, give work them from the there. the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. Before you say, okay, I can't trust this one person. I can't trust anyone ever again because it's not true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's a very all or nothing mindset. Yeah. Exactly. And we want to kind of move away from that because, you know, we don't really want to do the black and white thinking. Sometimes people can be shit and hurt us. Other times they can be amazing and, you know, love us and be really good for us. And it is out there and I want you to know that it is out there. Yeah. And maybe another tip for that. We were talking about this at brunch the other day. If you do have issues trusting people, you don't have to have the most meaningful, deep friendship straight away. Like you can have a shallow friendship to start with. And then slowly it develops into a deep friendship. Yes, I love that. you don't have to be like full trust, full steam ahead, you know. You can have that, yeah. Slow slow build. Exactly. Definitely. And I'm going to say, I think I'm a slow... Yeah. I think it it takes a while for me to really... A brick by brick girl. (laughs) Slowly knocking down that wall. Yeah. But, you know... I think just in general, it does take me a little bit longer to like let the wall down, but there's nothing wrong with that. You also don't have to air everything or like take that wall down in the first time you're catching up with them. The slow opening up. Yeah. And it's just building that trust with each other, which takes time. Yeah. Can take time. But guys, I think we can wrap the episode there. How are you feeling after your first podcast with me? I feel good. It's just like we're chatting, chatting, chatting. I know. It's great. And And it's fun. Thank you. I want to say thank you. A very big thank you for joining me. This episode needed you on it. It needed your energy. It needed your wisdom. And I'm so glad that I get to share you with all the listeners because Suze is amazing. And I wish that 
all of you could have a friend like Suze because she really is so special. But thank, thank you. you. Thank you. And I just want to say how proud I am of you and everything you've done. And yeah, gonna make thanks me for having me. <laughs> now we're going to cry on the podcast. <laughs> Don't make me cry. So right. yeah, thanks for having me. You're welcome. Would you come back? Yes. Okay, amazing. What can we talk about? We can talk about. I have. We I literally have so, talk about anything. I've got so many topics. <laughs> and I think it's cool having another yeah. person on with me because obviously I can carry the show by myself, guys. But <laughs> it, it, it is nice when you've got someone to like bounce off yeah. and hear perspectives. And that's the good, cool thing about friends. You know, sometimes you might have different perspective on things or you might have a different way that you might handle something. And it just makes life even better when you've got friends like that in your corner. But I'm going to say. We're going to wrap it here because we've chatted <laughs> off your ears. <laughs> if you like this episode, please leave me a review or a rating. You can leave me a rating on Spotify. You can leave me a review on Apple. Tell your friends about it. Share it on your story. As I have said many times, I appreciate your support. But podcasts do not have an algorithm. So the only way that this gets known is if I post about it on my social media or if you tell your people about it and that means a lot to me. So thank you so much. Thank you for joining me. Thank you, Suits. Thank you. I hope that you have a great week ahead. I'm pointing to Suits. <laughs> I hope that you guys have a great week ahead. And I hope that something magical happens to you guys. Yes. <laughs> All right. We'll speak to you next time. Bye. Safe Space podcast is recorded on Wurundjeri land. This podcast acknowledges the traditional owners and custodians of the land. Always was, always will be Aboriginal land.